0: Hello and welcome to the Court Games LCG Podcast, hosted by me, Trevor Cuba, a.k.a. Kikita Onimaru, hosted by my Spawn-hating cohort,
1: Max Williams, a.k.a. Mackie No-Oni, a.k.a. Whacked Mackie Online. Do, do, what are you going to do when Melbolgia comes to claim
0: uh, the armies of hell and march it across the world? What will you do then with your lack
1: of knowledge of Spawn? Um, mm-hmm. Rely on you.
0: Listen, no one <laughs> in the right mind should ever rely on me for anything in this entire world.
1: Oh, well, then I guess I'm just doomed.
0: This podcast has ended like
2: four times <laughs>
1: <laughs> look i I can't say every podcast I've ever been on has lasted forever, but at least this one keeps coming back
0: <laughs> like a cockroach. Well, yeah. speaking of you know speaking of being incredibly unreliable and stuff we are. This is going to be coming late because we are recording this the day we should have been releasing it, you know, because of schedules and stuff. But once again, our procrastination has favored us because F.O.G. released an article today looking at pack three of what is this, The Temptation Cycle? Yep. With Crimson Offerings. And you seem to be a big fan of (laughs) this pack.
1: I certainly am. There are many things in this pack that are. Absolutely amazing.
0: So last week we were talking to Tyler like uh, you're like Tyler. Might I have some more Maho, please? And he was like, "Absolutely, child. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, he just here. You go. Have everything you
0: want." Uh, so yeah, uh, you're trying to get out of here. We're doing this quickly, so let's just cop right into it. Uh, events are happening. I let's let's be honest. I don't follow the events. I look at the events just long enough to say, like, hey, events are going on. I will say, let's be fair. Uh, LLO happened last weekend. Uh, i don't know who won that one and stuff uh, D- uh discord league continues and clan war i believe is still in progress so there are still ways to interact with l5r online you know the places i'm not gonna you know rehashing what's going on here is not going to change your world out there and stuff but if you want to play some friends um hop on there or just play some casual games because even though maxier hates Jagoku for whatever reason that's uh, pretty active right now because we just got the new rl we got the new packs legal um and say what you will about the power level there's a lot to play around with a lot to experiment with and i think uh going forward i'm going to be focus- focusing more time on the evolving meta because things are changing right now and it's also you know giving a a, a weekly update of the meta is like the most consistent content <laughs> we can do in this yeah. wasteland of an apocalypse
1: Yep, there is the Jogo. There is JogoKu online tournaments currently running. Uh, you know, we can give more recap of those sometime, especially as currently it is mid-season. Started a little over ten days ago at this point, as of recording. So. We we were doing an absolute disservice. They're
0: like, oh, yeah, there's some tournaments going on and stuff. There's a lot of people participating in these tournaments, and there's a a lot of efforts from the community to get these things up and running, and prizes are being generated and shipped out to folks and stuff. Uh, Big community effort going on right now, and I'm just too lazy to keep up with this because I'm a bad person.
1: That's fair. I'm just too busy doing other things that aren't paying attention to these online tournaments I don't play in. But the online tournaments are great. I never win those, so a screw. I know. (laughs) Also, there are some in-person tournaments starting to come back right now. Uh, I won't be going to any of them myself because I don't want to risk it, even if safety precautions are being taken. Uh, Mm -hmm. But good on everybody who does go to them. I hope you have fun
0: yeah i don't know i i I feel like i should should, like to be diplomatic i should take a neutral approach and be like hey you know do what you feel is right like no i i'm gonna like put my foot firmly in the sand and say like you know what i don't think people should be playing in person and if people
1: think otherwise i believe you're wrong (laughs) i mean i don't disagree uh but i i can't control people's lives (laughs) so it's up to them to control themselves Yep, and that is why America is never
0: leaving the uh <laughs> <laughs> the, this plague land that we live in and stuff. But yeah, you know what? Know. Let's let's talk about more pleasant things. Like Maho. That's a
1: joy. It's a great joy, especially when <laughs> cast by everybody's favorite unicorn waifu. Uh
0: is she still a unicorn? I mean, clearly so uh Aichi Shahai, uh there's a card released for her, a air quotes up version Uh, it's kind of a downgrade honestly uh Mm -hmm. but i'm actually i'm not even looking at her her ability which is pretty okay i'm more interested in the fact that she's still a unicorn clan she still has the Ayuchi name uh i figured they wouldn't like disowned her by now
1: (laughs) yeah that's pretty fair but you know maybe time works really weird here in l5r land It was probably only like three days ago that the whole thing happened, so word hasn't even gotten back to the Unicorn. Uh,
0: You're right. I do believe it's literally been only been a couple of days since the Emperor died, and that was like around this time last year when we got those fictions about uh, the, you know, uh, the Emperor dying and uh, uh, everything, all the aftermath from that stuff. And just... Storyline wise, it's only been like a couple of days at best since all that thing has transpired. So, yeah, the, the the unicorn courtiers haven't gotten around to striking her name off the records yet.
1: Exactly. Maybe they haven't even noticed she's missing yet. Who knows? Oh, they know
0: (laughs) (laughs) people are aware of who the person who is probably the most wanted fugitive well no i can't i take that we're getting a bit into lore territory here and stuff but i guess she would not be the most wanted person because people in power are keeping her crimes on the dl because then they would have to acknowledge that they've lost the prince (laughs) Yep. So moderate spoilers or like light spoilers for the recent fictions. But come on, it's been like a year. You got nothing better to do. It's the apocalypse. Read some fictions. Yeah. Come on now.
1: If you, Or you could go and listen to them at the table is yours podcast, where both myself and Trevor read the lore for you amongst others. I've read like three stories. <laughs> I've read a few of them, and I am hoping we get some more upcoming soon that I look forward to reading with lots of Maho and Shadowlands. I mean, like most things in the L5R universe, it's Jeannie Kavlar who does
0: everything. So, <laughs> yeah, she's she got like a job and kids like, like I'd rather I'm half tempted to just pull the plug this podcast today, go take a freaking nap and stuff. And she's like doing like 30 things right now as we're talking.
1: Yeah, she's probably out there recording three podcasts simultaneously. She can do that. She's amazing. Speaking
0: of amazing, let's look at this pack three. What is this called? A Crimson Offering. Very spooky blood imagery going on here.
2: Um,
0: We are, unlike before where uh, it seemed like every pack before had like a certain theme, we keep hitting on this Dire and Maho thing back to back to back. Um, So we're just getting more Dire and Maho here. Uh, I guess we just start with the, the, the top spread. Uh Yogo Paramore. Um the stat line already makes me angry. Two one three zero Shugenja air. Uh dire this character gains action. Bow this character, choose another character, dishonor that character. So I guess like it's like really beefy stat line is counterbalanced by the fact that it has to bow to use its ability.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
2: But
1: that also means that it's really flexible, and if you need it stat line, you have its stat line, and if you don't, you have a point-and-click Dishonor. Yeah, and the, the two fate for a,
0: a, a Dishonor? Because, I don't, well, a two-cost character, it's not unheard of to put one fate on that kind of person in general. Um, mm. Maybe you just don't put any fate on this person just to get its ability because he's, he's just, well, I was going to say he's uh, begging for assassinations, but if he, I guess you're playing Assassination versus Scorpion, they're just going to thank you and shake your
1: hand. Yeah. Well, I thank you for assassinating him, but the, the power play is you play him you use, with fate, use the fate for Maho, and then you hit him with the dire and just...
0: That used to be my power play back in the day. I remember like early on in the version of this version of the game, uh, you just stare at the board and you're at five fate and look at your Scorpion opponent and be like, listen, I'm gonna play assassination right now because now is the time to do it being able to like carefully plan out exactly how much honor you have versus how much honor your opponent could deal damage to um can't do that anymore because they've just got like three thousand tools to uh dishonor you if they really wanted to so yep. no no more like cheeky pocket assassinations,
1: yep uh, you know and it's a combination some some decks are still out there running them and some of them just don't get away with them at all anymore so can be a mixed bag of what whether or not you can get a, get away with it speaking
0: of not following the fictions we've got Togashi Kazue who is a important story character she is the protagonist of the dragon clan novella which i have not read because i'm very bad at keeping track of the uh of the fic- of the books i read the, all the fictions but i haven't read the books yet the novellas i own the books but doesn't mean i've read them yeah uh 222 two, two, she's still a oh no she's a dynasty character yes Oh, I th- okay, I, I misread that. Okay, so to, for people who are not paying attention or can't see my screen because this is an audio-only podcast, I thought it was a conflict character that you would attach because uh, half of her card is, like, hiding in the, in this fan. Go to the Fantasy Flight website or look at a Crimson Offerings webpage and see what I'm looking at. Um, I thought it was she was attached, putting dire on the people that she was attached to. No, she's just a character who gets played, and while she's played, Everybody gets dire. All your characters do. Yes. Let's see. Dire, you may something, each of this character's triggered abilities, an additional time around or a specific I'm, period. I'm
1: guessing it's like you may trigger each of these characters' abilities. So,
0: yeah. And you can, that could start getting some value. Uh, uh, a gosh, swordsmith comes straight to mind. Play Kazooie out. Get the swordsmiths, just start hunting for attachments, get all your attachments in your hands. And dragons tend to have some pretty decent uh, actions on their abilities when they do that. Uh, we got yes. Ritsugu,
1: we got uh, Hitomi. Yep. Luckily, some characters are hard capped at a max once per turn. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> to help <Does> out. Yo- <laughs> Would this work with Yokuni? Yokuni got- is max. Okay. So he's he's hard capped. Okay, so so that's what you're referencing. Okay. Yes, as <laughs> is the investigator, and that's why you're Hatamoto, and I am not a Moto.
2: Because <laughs> yeah. You remember what the cards say?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I specifically remember him because what I was like, can you put Way of the Dragon on him? The answer is no, no, no. Hmm. Let's see. Moving on,
0: Max. This is your territory. Tell me about this this Tetsubo. It seems to have some sort of skin condition.
1: Uh, Well, you see, this is a Tetsubo that is drawing on the blood of its user to be a Maho Tetsubo, the Tetsubo of blood. Uh, It is a Maho spell earth weapon. As with all Maho cards, it can only be paid for with fate on characters you control. It is limited, so you can only play one a turn. It is restricted. An attached character cannot be honored, but it is
2: plus four military strength. So, that's some pretty beefy value right there. Yeah,
1: it is quite large. Crab Tower, often for a a long time, would play Jade Tetsubo, which is two fate for plus three. This is one fate for plus four, which really stacks up stat-wise. Crab Towers is played right now, but it's a little bit more of the fringe deck. And I'm wondering if this card will really help bring Crab Tower back into a competing with other towers level.
0: Well, hold your horses there, son, because we have a card that's coming up very uh, soon. This is the very next one in the the spread, actually, that's going to probably put the kibosh on towers for the foreseeable future. So...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look i just covered up that one on my screen if i can't see it it doesn't exist
0: <laughs> but i still want to talk about this Tetsubo of blood uh attached character cannot be honored i like i feel like there's a weird way to i like how it only has like one influence and it's a conflict card so you like splash it really easily if you want to uh i feel like there's some shenanigans you can do to put that on a character that you don't like like this it could be like some low-key crane um meta anti-crane card because if I'm not honored, I can't like play some of my cards, which yep. would be cute. Uh, but then you give me like plus four, and that's yeah.
1: <laughs> I just wanted those yep. stats to deal you with, anyway, so I guess it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. This one has gives enough stats that I don't think it matters too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more useful baseball
0: bats. Um, well, okay. Limit, limited is good. Nice. Limited is good. Only playing one of these things or one limited card at all. Um so you're not just an army of fucking Tetsubos everywhere.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, it Limited is definitely good to have on it. However, it will be very annoying when I pay for it, and then I walk into the tea house and be like, Sir, you can't bring that bleeding Tetsubo in here. Please take it back into your hand. And I can't replay it.
0: Oh, I love my tea house so much. <laughs> I'm doing such gross things in Jogoku with it. I just like I can just have all my attack uh, all my holdings out at the same time. I feel like uh Wealth of the Crane has turned Crane into what um Crab always wanted to be. <laughs> yep. It's like I've just got all these holdings out. <laughs> yeah. I got constant repeating abilities and also crazy province strength. So it's pretty dope.
1: Yep. But we're not talking about Crane, we're talking about Maho. We um, are, which seems to be something. I don't think we, we've we only seen three clans get Maho so far.
0: Um, talk about In this pack or in or, all the other packs? No,
1: sorry, we've seen four clans total get Maho, right? We have the crab, the phoenix, the unicorn, and the scorpion have embraced Maho. I don't think we've seen any crane, dragon, or lion, and I'm not sure we will.
0: I don't know. I, I'm not going to stop right now to look. That's but... very fair. We just find out. We do have we have seen abilities where the everyone is still affecting the amount of honor on a or not honor, but a number of fate of a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crane got a bunch of cards in the very first uh, preview of adding and removing fate to people to pay for things. I can't remember exactly what they did, but I'm sure there's going to be some synergy and effects to go along with Maho, the Maho meta. Uh oh, are we entering a
1: Maho meta? i hope so oh that feels makes me feel yucky oh no <laughs> well uh, it makes me feel happy if the best crab tower becomes or best crab deck becomes crab maho tower i will be very happy
0: well speaking of towers let's go into it right now even though there's another scorpion card there uh sanguine mastery one costs phoenix event maho spell fire fire roll only so fire roll just got a big boost uh this card's fake cost can only be paid uh for with fate on characters you control i feel like there should be a keyword saying that because that line yes. of text keeps showing up a lot uh yep. i digress um action dishonor a friendly character choose up to x attachments where x is the dishonored character's glory discard each of those attachments um, so yeah, Phoenix tend to rock out with like three, four glory. With Glory Box, they can get that number to be a lot, lot higher. <laughs> um, for only the low, low cost of one fate. I mean, granted, the fate is coming off of a character, but if you pre plan it, it's basically, you know, being used the same way that you're going to use it anyway. So, um, Yep. Yeah, I I think this is single-handedly going to warp the metagame and how we view attachments. What do you think?
1: I think this card is incredibly strong. Uh, for the amount of kind of weakening uh, that they did of attachment removal lately, to just go and throw a card like this seems a little unexpected. Uh, you know the thing about it is you you are losing a lot of stats for doing it.
2: Uh, but it it seems pretty insane, mm-hmm. right? Well, you're the, losing things if
0: you're dishonoring people. If you have a way to odd yourself back up, which yeah. Like Phoenix got some things in house they can use that now. Let alone they could just like grab some crane cards to do that.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Well it, I guess not because the strongest one would be uh um what is that? Uh above the crane the double honoring card. It's my own card, why can't I remember it? Anyway, um that's an air only card and this is a fire only card and stuff. But the point yes. remains you can you you can offset the problem of being dishonored.
1: Yeah, it it seems pretty insane. Um maybe Phoenix players would be like, I won't touch Maho and not run it on principle because there are plenty of people who play this game who will not run cards on principle.
0: Yes, but have you ever met a Phoenix player who doesn't want to like play with Maho?
1: That's fair.
0: <laughs> They're almost as corrupt
2: as the crowd. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> uh, it, 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 this one scratches my head because I'm thinking like attachments are a very unique part of this game um compared to the other one the older version of the game because with the limited amount of attachment hate is limited but it's also very like strong when it happens so the the question becomes like how what is a good price point to put on a attachment uh because if i pay 2 for an attachment, it needs to be really strong because it might get blown up. And now there's going to be more ways to blow up attachments than ever before. So I look at things like, you just talked about the Tetsubo of Blood, one 4, sure, it's got some other restrictions on there and stuff, but it's just like, is that the new average? Is that the new, like, ridiculous strength to fate ratio that you really need on attachments because they're not reliable?
1: It very well might be. And Honestly, we we might live in a world where Tetsubo of Blood isn't playable for being plus four at one cost. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's it's a weird back and forth because if I buy an attachment, I want like a healthy attachment there. You know, it's supposed to be a long term investment to put in my character. It's supposed to like I like the tangibility of like I'm going to get some value out of this for multiple rounds and stuff. On the flip side some of these attachments are so powerful and they're just, the game absolutely needs more ways of dealing with attachments without jumping through a bunch of hoops. Like, what's that Brotherhood monk that they just released that if he sacrifice, if he gets, when he leaves play, he can destroy an attachment and it's like, oh, well, you have to like buy him and prepare to sacrifice him at just the right time with just the right cards,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Although I don't remember his name right offhand
2: either. He's, yeah, he's pretty nuts. Or this card's pretty nuts. Mm. So we'll have to see, because he's. It's definitely a
1: strong ability.
2: Mm. I
1: I wonder if this person on the art here is like—is this somebody we know or is this just some?
0: Um, unsure. Uh, because like I feel like it looks like Ujina. Yeah, but like. Because all old men in this game kind of look the same, but he's also like clearly doing fire things. So yeah, like, and why are there like,
1: scorpion banners in the background? Because they took over the empire; they're everywhere. I suppose that's fair. Uh, he also looks like he's missing a hand.
0: Uh could be because of um um Maha. Well, no, I see two hands yeah. there. He's, his his right hand is holding some sort of scroll, probably a blood scroll. Oh, uh, okay.
1: And his yeah, left one is glowing with scroll. fire. Uh, the scroll to me, I was like I saw I saw it as like his elbow and then that scroll was his upper arm, but now I see it. He's holding a scroll.
0: Uh yeah. let's see. Going back a card, uh, seize the mind, scorpion uh uh clan event, uh three cost, maho spell air, same maho. You have to have paid with uh fate on characters you control. Let's see. Action! During conflict, choose a non-unique character. Take control of that character until the end of the conflict. You lose honor equal to the amount of fate on that character.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it seems pretty strong. Taking one of my
0: characters and put it on your side of the board is a ridiculously powerful move ridiculously powerful
1: yeah and if we see a rise in like dire cards and such the honor equal to amount of fate could even be not that impactful Mm -hmm. plus can you imagine a scorpion seizing the mind of your character and then using it with the new void province to sacrifice him to bow your other guy well, that's
0: one of the things that um, compounds the issue. Is like just taking the character alone, like share the thing costs three, which is like air quotes a cost with, you know, the clan that has like this. The most money is just lying around all the time. Um, but being able to do things with this new character that you wouldn't normally be able to do and stuff just increases the value of that one tenfold. Uh, we've already seen this with Chagatai. Now, fortunately this thing can only like target non-unique characters. Um yeah. so maybe like the meta just evolves for more uniques,
1: which yep. would be cool. But um But you can also consider like, you know, a fate worse than death has a bunch of text, but ultimately what its biggest impact does is remove target person from a fight. Mm. And that costs four. This costs three and is even better for the fight aspect. Mm-hmm. This
0: thing can, let's see, you know you're going to have presence here, so if someone attacks you, you could just, like, play this card, have that character on your side now, and just declare victory (laughs) with not even defending the province, you know?
1: Yeah, the one thing I will say for it is that it does require you to invest in characters, at least, which Scorpion isn't super well-known for doing, typically. So you can see it coming a bit more than say a fate worse than death because it can't just sit on all the fate but there's nothing stopping them from just you know dropping in a
2: you know goblin uh lookout is that his name the shuffle goblin yeah i uh, just like just
1: dropping shuffle goblin and putting three fate on him be like what are you gonna assassinate him and then just spending the fate for it
0: what is that character from Scorpion? Is the five, co- uh, the forecaster? Um, By and you like
1: you lose like, honor to put fate on him. Yeah, I don't remember his name right offhand, but I know who you're talking about the like bodyguard guy.
0: Ignoble enforcers, uh, old Scorpion car- uh, card. Let's see. After you play this character, you may lose up to three honor for each honor you lose this way. Put one fate on this character. So yeah, just. Get yourself an Ignobled Enforcer. Get yourself a nice little uh, 4 4 for one. And now you have all the free money that you need to um, purchase this card.
2: Yep. Get Tyler
0: back on the phone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Turn this horseshit. laughs>
1: Tyler, who told you you could print scorpion cards in this cycle? Uh, <laughs> anyway.
0: Um, let's see. Resourceful Maho
1: Sukai. Uh we've got one more Maho spell to cover first. Oh, do we? Yep. Bonds oh, we of do. blood.
0: Oh yeah. I like the art on this one.
1: Yeah, this is the pack art. It's great. So people
0: are wondering if that's Shahai, just because it's a unicorn character doing blood magic. Like Shahai's not the only unicorn with blood magic. Yeah. This person. We also
1: we also just look a little bit down, you can see Shahai's got long hair. Oh, I mean, a person can get a haircut. <laughs> that's, that's literally impossible, Trevor. Nobody in the L5R universe has ever gotten a haircut.
0: <laughs> it's true to the Greenlands. They got a
1: lot <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, We'll go ahead and read this one. Yeah. Bonds of Blood, a one-cost event. Maho, spell water. Uh, three influence. It has the Maho text for payment. Action. During a conflict, dishonor a friendly, participating character. Choose a character. Move both the dishonored character and the chosen character home. This
0: card so, nuts. So Phoenix had a card called Harmonize. Still got that card <laughs> called Harmonize, which was one cost, keeper only. Uh, during the conflict, choose the defending player. Uh, both you choose someone with, or your, uh, you choose someone with your. Uh, or right, choose a, uh, a different character with the same printed cost or lower, move both characters to home and stuff. This is that card on steroids. Yes. Because unicorn always have like little, like tiny bodies hanging around that could just, they want to be sacrificed to the gods of uh, HMT. Um, now they could just be bowed for this one.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine that your unicorn opponent just summons up some little water horses and. This honors one of them, sends them home, and your five coster decides. I've seen enough. I'm going home too. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it doesn't bow them, so they can come back to the fight with any number of movement shenanigans. But if you don't have any movement shenanigans, which many clans don't, decide from favorable ground, uh, this card can be huge.
0: And it's kind of the saving grace. I was thinking that um um before if this card got released like a year or two ago it would have been devastating because of how limited the number of like move back in options there were now there's a few yeah there's fit fa- not those are favorable ground but there's more ways to like guarantee favorable ground so yes it's um, one of the reasons why we stopped playing some of those lockdown cards like oh what's the point of setting someone home or covering someone if you could just like favorable ground and just negate the whole freaking thing
2: yep uh
1: as a crab tower player, I was very familiar with having favorable ground just rebuildable. That was always one of the advantages we had. But movement has become more common. We'll have to see if if it's common enough to stop this card. But I don't.
0: I mean, it's something I've been doing lately and stuff. But just watching you play over the years, I feel like re or uh, favorable ground was the card that you rebuilt the most often.
2: Is that true? Probably because I've been I, I was, I was experimenting around with Rebuild for some decks I've been playing around
0: with, uh, or the new um, Apprentice Engineer, which is basically the same thing, just not as good. And it's just like, oh, well, look at all these holdings I have in my graveyard. Which one do I want? I kind of just want the Favorable Ground. It's so, it's so versatile. Yep.
1: Yes, it is. Favorable Ground and Iron Mine were certainly the two that came back the most. Just the ability, because your, your opponent... Your opponent expects when you're crab that your character isn't going to die, but they're not necessarily planning out the fact that favorable ground is coming back, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Let's see.
0: Uh, resourceful Mahosukai. Two cost, Two military. One political why did i just forget what political is i'm just looking it's got one <laughs> blue fan i don't know anyway zero class this is a dynasty uh character shigenja shadowlands uh no attachments except shadowlands or spell uh while this character is dishonored reduce the cost to play each maho card you control by one to a minimum of zero so this is like the lifeblood of um maho cards because like sure like we can dance around the cost of uh, like taking a fate off of cards every once in a while, uh, but it's going to add up after a while. This yep. one negates it. You just have to dishonor yourself. Yes. So I guess it also kind of like de facto limits it to only a handful of cards you could, clans who could really play this one. Yeah. But... I mean, it, well. I was going to say, it, 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 uh, it synergizes with uh, Sanguine Mastery, except you won't be able to get rid of anyone with this yeah. one, because it bases off of Glory.
1: Yeah. But his ability to turn things like Sanguine Mastery and Tetsubo of Blood into zero-cost cards will be pretty insane if you can regularly get there.
0: Who can all dishonor themselves right now? Uh, I know, score- Like, of course, like... You ask the question of like who can do things in the game right now. The answer is always Scorpion because they have the new yeah. house, uh, to House to decide. yourself. who else could like cause the side effects on their own things?
1: I mean, Scorpion could also point away the Scorpion if they wanted. Uh, if you're running Shameful Display, you could always dishonor him and honor another one of your characters. You can always just fire-ring him.
2: Uh, I'm sure there. Uh, well, there's Bonds of Blood. For the unicorn here oh, there you go lots
1: of blood much easier so while well, I'm I'm sure there are cards around that maybe haven't even seen much play simply because I don't want to dishonor my own character that maybe with this guy it's not a cost anymore his one downside is if you're gonna dishonor him you're gonna want him to stay around for a bit and he's a two cost two one or you're investing fade in so you know.
0: I'll tell you what as a uh with in a as someone who plays a clan and has a lot of ways to dishonor dis, uh punish dishonored characters with like duel to the death or noble sacrifice or doji famiki I really hope the the idea of like characters dishonoring themselves because a big hit in the new meta i'm really yeah. i'm really hoping
1: <laughs>
0: that's pretty or, fair I'm to just play Stewart law and just stop you from playing your own cards ha <laughs> uh let's see. Ooh, Ayuchi Shahai. We were just talking about her flavor-wise, but her actual card. Uh, four costs, two military, four political, one glory. She Shigenja Water. While you're first player, this character gains Covert, so it's just like,
1: they just nerfed her Covert for summary? I don't know. I don't know. Probably because Covert's they, so strong, they didn't want her to just always have it. Is Covert that strong? I don't know. It's like, always been one of the strongest keywords.
0: I like I I hear that on paper. Um and there's always like that turn in the game where someone just pops up some covert or you know the crab just drops down some skirmishers and goes right by your defenders and go like takes your stronghold and it feels really bad. But generally speaking, like I feel like I'd see a lot more covert um if it was really that powerful.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's the type of thing that when it's just slapped onto an existing body it can take it from good to insane, see Mitsu. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, But then when it, you know, if it, if Mitsu didn't have covert, he'd still be good, but he wouldn't be as insane as he is. Uh, And they might be careful because she's a character who could very reasonably just see play for her effect and just Mm -hmm. slapping covert onto her might, you know, raise that some.
0: I feel like every once in a while, I see someone go like, hey, I'm going to build a deck with as much covert as I possibly can. And it never seems to do anything, right?
2: Yeah. Let's see.
0: So, her ability, other than complaining about her nerfed covert uh reaction, after you play a Meshota or Maho card, lose one honor, place one fate on this character. Is this a plot spoiler? Like, is she... So, for people who don't know, in the old character, Shahai used to be one of the most powerful blood magic users ever she's like a a mortal like blood princess um but she's just like a kind of moody goth teenager right now she hasn't quite dipped into darkness just yet so is this foreshadowing like oh well it's you know darkness is coming I don't know
1: yep and I made her flavor text I can help you my prince if you will allow me she talking to skulls yet
0: hmm (laughs)
1: Yeah, compared to our
0: other version, which is reduce the cost by one to play each of my Shoto attachment on this character, or a neutral character. So, like, of all characters who've had a sequel version so far, like, this is the most
2: it's like the exact same thing, just not as good, right? I feel like that's probably true. I
0: I guess there is the idea of so she puts an honor on herself and then she takes the honor off of herself to play Maho cards. So mm-hmm. if you balance your math right, she's got like unlimited Maho. Oh no, you can only like one free Maho a turn, I suppose. Yeah. Or may Shoto if you're not like a horrible monster.
1: <laughs> Look, who doesn't want to be a horrible monster? Okay.
0: Um I do like the lose one honor aspect just because I swear I win a lot of games versus Unicorn because all their cards seem to have this weird honor hit on them and you can just like hit them with a solid air ring (laughs) like halfway through turn two and then put them on severe honor pressure every time.
2: Yep. That's very fair. And then we have one last card to talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I want to Sure,
1: yes, okay. Just wanted to check and make sure I knew who the character was. Uh, she's a character who is uh dead in the lore already. Oh, is she where is she from? She was in Hidden Markings, the story where the old Shugenja Inquisitor goes up to the tower. Uh, because there have been reports of Kansen. Uh, she is the person who is at the top of the tower, uh, summoning them, I believe
0: huh as i as i just profess, like i'm all cop on the fictions <laughs> this story does not sound familiar to me at all huh have i to look
1: for it. i probably wouldn't have recognized it. i mean one i read it for the table is yours uh but i also her flavor text of i cannot abandon even a to endless suffering she was convinced that she could save the canson from the shadow lands oh i remember this one yeah okay but she was slain. Unless we find out that she wasn't actually slain, and you know isn't
0: this the one that uh Mezawa had to air quotes take care of? You yes, know. and he and showed he, he, back he,
1: up. He showed would, up with a head in a bag, so. so yeah, I
0: remember her being very tragic because he, he, he's always like, How come it's the people with the best intentions fall to this Maho trappings? Not it's never yeah. like that <laughs> mustache-twisting evil ones. It's people who are trying to help people. Yeah. Okay. All right, so now we're just spoiling <laughs> random stories from the <laughs> lore. Uh, let's talk about the card. Let's see. Kaito Mai, uh, two costs, two military, two uh, political zero glory uh, dynasty character. Monk, Dire, this character gets plus three glory. So on that, we have an engine for Sanguine Mastery right here in Clan for yep. Phoenix. Let's see. Reaction, after What or more fate is removed from this character outside of uh, the fate phase, choose another character, remove one, fa- uh, fate from that thing. So not only is this a perfect character to, um, trigger, uh, for a sanguine mastery, but you could also use it to suck fate off of someone else.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Huh. How good are you at, at rule timing? And stuff? I'm wondering if so I play Sanguine Mastery uh, on her and that will remove one fate from her, uh, Kaito Mai and also one fate from your character, but then I want to use Sanguine Mastery's ability. Does the dire kick in at a point where now I have like plus three from Mai? I'm fairly
1: certain playing the cost is the first thing that happens. Okay. Because well, the- I know that if you try to like sacrifice a crab character and they're like, oh, but I ironed mine to save him. The game goes, well, then you didn't pay the cost, so I can't resolve.
2: So I'm fairly certain paying cost has to happen first. Okay, so, yeah. Kaito Mai just
0: combos with a super powerful card that Phoenix just got.
1: Yeah, I'll blow up three attachments and strip a fate off your character. That sounds very fair. Yeah, very indeed. Yeah, okay. All it cost me was three fate. Man, Maho, I'll
0: tell you what, Max, you've been telling me for years, but this Maho sounds like it's all win, no (laughs) loss. I'm not seeing much of a downside (laughs) here.
1: Yep. I guess we should all embrace our evil overlords and. Yeah, just join us over here in the land of the strong and powerful.
0: Well, you had mentioned before, like, some people on principle refuse to do Maho uh, cards or evil cards in their thing. Um, And that is, like, sure there's some RPers out there who like to make, like, themed roleplay-style decks and stuff. But in the old version of the game, there actually was a thing where um, your card had, like, a corruption level equal to how many Maho or Shadowlands cards were in it. And so now that, that memory of those things... And you it would be, like, ranked against you in the final standings of the tournament and stuff. Or at the very... like You'd still win the tournament, but I think your story prizes or something would be lessened because of how uh, how many Shadowlands influences you had there. Uh, I think that memory is still in the game, and people are just reluctant to uh, do stuff like that.
1: It's fair, but you can also say, you know... Why do uh why are, do certain people only show up playing Crane to tournaments, uh, even though they're not necessarily winning with Crane and Crane might not even be the best deck, but they keep showing up with it. That's a lie. Crane are always the best. <laughs> Cr-
0: crane clan best clan.
2: <laughs>
0: Come here! I make you my co-host. You do, you you, you my clan in my own house. <laughs>
1: Okay, fine, fine. People keep showing up to tournaments with Dragon, even though Dragon hasn't won anything in, like, two years.
0: I mean, that's just the definition of madness right there. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> And we all,
0: we all know the path for enlightenment. A lot of people, like, go crazy on their journey towards enlightenment. So that's kind, of, it's, it's kind of in character, honestly.
1: True. But, you know, there there are people who are going to play what, what they think is, you know, what represents them as compared to what's good. So... Are those people willing to embrace the Maho? I am. I think you should, too. It's
0: one of these... So, I like the res, the resourceful Maho Sukai... Um, because I think it's gonna do a lot to just turn on Maho for whoever. This is a great card of like, hey, who wants to suddenly have Maho be like the centerpiece of their clan's theme? Doesn't matter which clan you're actually part of and stuff. Go to this resourceful Maho Sukai. Boom, you have a new sub theme on there and stuff. Now we go back into what you mentioned at the top of the podcast of it appears only certain clans have gotten maho abilities so far so i don't know who all has the option
1: of going bad yep because i believe in the previous pack we saw crab card and a unicorn card and maybe another did we see
2: ones for everyone let's take a look dynasty packs honor in flames let take a look at the announcement. We had a Phoenix Maho card, a Crab Maho card, and a Unicorn Maho card. So we hadn't seen a Scorpion Maho card yet, which we now have, but we
1: still have seen absolutely nothing for Dragon... Crane or lion, and I'm fairly certain for the most part, any lion that tried to commit Maho would cut their own head off on reflex. Mm. So, because uh, I I think I've looked into it before, is I was like, "What are prominent, you know, like Shadowlands people of each clan?" And the lion were like, "We don't have many of those, if any at all."
0: It, it does kind of play to what we we're just talking about about. Um role-playing things and th- things feeling comfortable um crane and lion i'm surprised dragon's not or is on this list too and stuff because I, I feel like they've delved into evil every once in a while and stuff but of the ones who are gonna be the most resistant to using maho tactics yeah Crane and, um lion are at the top of that list i would also argue phoenix but clearly that's not what's happening right now uh yeah we, we dunk on phoenix every once in a while for the whole black scrolls thing which is a like a 20 year old meme by this point <laughs> it's kind of unfair yeah. but it doesn't seem to be stopping them right now according to these cards so yeah um and as we're talking about those meta and stuff we're uh we're out i'm you're gonna talk about curry like i always do but uh yeah crane and lion have some pretty strong tools to deal with people who choose to be dishonorable so i wonder how that's going to fit into the current meta because i've got those things to either bow or blow up people who are dueled or dishonored uh like can just like shut that stuff down and make sure you're you're never <laughs> they will force you to be too honorable to use maho
1: yep We'll have to see, because I I know that there are at least some people who who just wouldn't put maho cards in their deck, even if it was the best deck.
2: So no, they just put harriers in their. And deck. there are some
1: people, <laughs> yeah, and there are some people who will put maho cards in their deck, even if it's not what makes it the best deck. I definitely put maho cards in my last world's deck. <laughs> I, I you keep going back to uh,
0: Darkness Rising. Is that the name of the card? Yes, the, the, that, the, correct. The, the 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 before now it was like the only uh, or oh, darkness rising. Nope, spreading the darkness. Spreading the darkness. There you go. There we go. Ah, uh, that was the only Maho card until very recently and stuff. It was just like, oh boy, I'm gonna make this card work. Oh nope, it's not. It's not working. But I really want it to work.
1: Yep, yeah, it's the card that I. I kept putting into my deck, and you know what? It it did fine enough. It's just its problem was you would get against certain people, like you know anyone with a red sim, like red cards across mm. the table from you, and it just read, "Action, play this card and lose the game." <laughs> and, yeah,
0: with a prevalence <laughs> of like dishonored decks, you know.
1: Yeah, so it just wasn't a very, it, you know, if you didn't get against them. Yeah, you did pretty good, but, you know, it's just a, it was a, a coin flip. We'll talk about it another time,
0: but apparently we are wrong about fire and oil, the card, uh, the card we uh, talked about in pack six, which is like, okay. oh, look, here's a card that just puts a dishonor token on your opponents and costs the crab and honor. We're just like, that's, that's a big cost in, um, in, in, in grab they don't have a lot of honor to be siphoning off yep. like that uh, apparently every crab player in the world and everyone over the jane throne is convinced that we are wrong and this is the best card ever made i don't see it in all the cards i've played against it hasn't really mattered to me that much and i do my cranes do not want to be dishonored at all i've got like yeah. twos and threes uh, glory and i need my honor tokens to activate my abilities and stuff um fire and oil hasn't really done anything to me yet and stuff but um it must be doing something yeah. for someone out there
1: <laughs> I, I guess so, I guess we'll have to we'll see if it shows any results, but let's see i'm gonna I'm going cheat a little bit and go and look at the deck lists currently registered for the discord season, and uh there are between four crab decks, exactly three copies of fire and oil in so uh, so only one player is playing it? uh one person has two and one person has one. Okay. Now I'll so admit mid- the people who are playing it are doing all right. One of them is currently at seven and zero with two copies of Fire and Oil in their deck, but hmm. I don't. I
0: mean, to be fair, dishonoring someone is not nothing and shouldn't be like dismissed out outright. You know, um, yeah. We combined with the score with a crab. Some crab decks trying to still dishonor people just getting as many dishonor tokens out there is really valuable and hey, so I don't know if you go but against people with glory and you know dishonor tokens add up yep so it's that losing one honor for yourself that really just makes me uncomfortable and crab
1: yeah i I don't know about it I guess we'll have to see when. You can look at when we look at the meta of the game. Whenever we get around to putting in the work to figure that out, uh, we can. Darn it, you're a Hadamoto. I
2: am.
0: This is the part of the podcast where I was like, oh boy, well, if we were good players and stuff, like, oh crap, I'm hanging out here with, like, literally, like, factually proven one of the best crap players in the world.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On,
0: on one hand, we're on the same page. On the flip side, I can't do this self effacing <laughs> line anymore. Oh, well.
2: Look, you brought so I, much prestige yes. here.
1: <laughs> but I, I have put up approximately zero results so far this year. So clearly, I'm just, I've, I'm washed up.
0: Aren't you one of the people who had your hotamoto status rolled over automatically because this year's a wash?
1: That's correct. I I, I am a permamoto. <laughs> permamoto. Right <now>. yep. I, <laughs> I'm
0: never a moto. here no <laughs> infinite tatamoto. Okay.
1: Yep. All right. Let's see.
0: You've got more important things to do than this podcast. Max comes in. He's like, "Listen, we need to wrap this thing up because I've got what is it? Blood Bowl.
1: Yeah, I have to go play Blood Bowl, a game of." What is- it's, what is a blood bowl? Uh, blood bowl is fantasy football, except with Warhammer characters punching each other in the face.
0: So, you're, you're gonna stop this nerdy endeavor to do something objectively more nerdy?
1: That's correct. <laughs> I am in a blood bowl league. <laughs>
0: uh, I like like the progression of like, oh, sports, you know what? Let's make this nerdy and add math to it and stuff. But now there's mega nerds going like, no, there's not enough math in here. Let's add Warhammer to this
1: equation. (laughs) It's Warhammer fantasy, not 40K, but still. You have orcs and humans and elves and the forces of chaos running around and punching each other in the face so they can score those touchdowns
0: as as someone who doesn't follow sports or warhammer i could not care less <laughs>
2: about what's it's going very on. fair
0: i am happy you are happy you know yep. you should do go watch spawn it was a good movie <laughs> actually i lie it's not a good movie but it's like, okay. it's, like a, it's like a it's like a bad movie but like an okay. enjoyably bad movie
1: anyway yep, i can understand that i would like to give a
0: shout out to the rpg uh sister podcast court games rpg hosted by mike and genie uh also in the court games network we have crimson gold agonies and fortune and strife our two actual play podcasts and new on youtube is tokyo the five rings talking about japanese history culture and religion you can
1: find links to this and much more on our website what's our website max courtgamespod.com that's courtgamespod.com just go to courtgamespod.com and people say we're not a well-oiled machine
0: as my <laughs> heater pops up right next to me as I'm trying to record this <laughs> outro uh, if you enjoy this podcast, any of our podcasts or anything that we do in around the L5R space, including the Discord uh, check out our Patreon and give us your money or stop listening That's that's, that's my line Yep. Apparently, my self pitch is—I'm t- too strong. I've been told I need—I to, need to really it okay. back a bit. <laughs>
1: That's fair.
0: Give me money, or we'll come to your house and break your kneecaps. How about that?
1: Yeah, we know where you live. Okay. It's a donation.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've got Maho now. We can figure these things out. Give us money, or the devil will get you. <laughs> yep. All
0: right. Say night, everyone.